Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. You darn sure can. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, your smart speaker, Sirius XM, Channel 80, Myron Metcalf of Minnesota, Randy Scott here in Bristol, Connecticut, in for the guys, holding it down. And however you found us on this Friday, on this Vibes Day, this Friday Vibes Day, this Vibes Day, we're glad you did. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. He's at Metcalf by ESPN on Twitter. I'm at Randy Scott, ESPN on Twitter. 888-SAY-ESPN is the phone line. 888-729-3776. we got one line open. One line open right now. You can call in and join the conversation there are several topics that we're working with. Actually, there's only two. One of them is who's the most famous person ever. Who is the most famous person ever? Myron said uh, Muhammad Ali has a strong case. We've heard some other interesting cases. Lucille Ball, I didn't see. I yeah. didn't see coming, Myron. That was an interesting one. Yeah, and again, I don't know how to measure like 1940s, 50s TV, although they did reach bigger audiences, you know, in terms of relative to the population. You know. Sure. Yeah. And that's I think that does factor in the percentage of the live population. That's what makes what Michael Jackson did uh you know with the thriller album. It's what makes what Elvis did with one of his concerts where one point yeah. five billion people watched. Like that's impressive. Quick question, man. Where does Babe Ruth rank in all this? Um Oh I uh, you know, being a baseball being the face of a sport puts him in the conversation smaller world back then so if you knew the sport you knew him but baseball being such an american sport like it didn't have its the global appeal that it does now which even then is only in pockets right it's in latin america it's in uh you know yeah. uh, the, the far east like i don't i don't know that he i think you could probably say there was a soccer player back then who maybe had a or you know what no a fighter like maybe like joe jack, lewis or something like jack johnson was or maybe he yeah. was after jack johnson's time i don't know yeah. like jack johnson like- was so famous that when he beat, I can't remember who it was, but he beat a white champion, right? Yeah. There were riots in, like, several American cities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, he was up there, Joe Lewis, but but Babe Ruth was, I mean, there aren't many people where you could say the name and everybody knows exactly who he was and what he did, right? Yeah. yeah. When a hundred years later, there's someone who gets called the Babe Ruth of something. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. No, no one's like Tyson <laughs> Fury is the Jack Johnson. You know, like, it's... <laughs> You know what I mean? No, no, he's not here doing that. No, no. Uh, so that's one topic. There's also who are the top first-time MVP candidates in the in the National Football League, and we're going to get to that. Uh, let's get to uh, Toby in California. He's been holding. He's been patient. Toby, the floor is yours. You're on ESPN Radio. Hey, you guys just mentioned all these famous people and some athletes, but I'm in my 50s, and the most famous athlete I can think of that would be worldwide would be Tiger Woods. You know, it's Golf yeah. transcends more from nation to nation than basketball does, in my opinion. But I'm, I mean, just thought. Anyway, Tiger's Tiger's pretty much known by his first name around the world to every kid. So, yeah, and inspired a generation or three or four uh, to go ahead and take up the game of golf, right? And yeah. inspired like people who would have turned to other sports or just other interests, right, to yeah. to play the game. I raised my hand for that. I didn't I didn't start playing until he won the Masters in yeah, 1997. I, I, 
I don't know how American that is, though. You know, I, some of these conversations, I don't know if they're very American conversations or not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Earlier in the show, you were saying, "Well, did they know about that person in China?" Right? So I don't know enough globally if Tiger Woods resonates to that degree. I know he's a big deal everywhere, but yeah. I, I don't think he's a bigger deal than Michael Jordan globally. Uh, especially, you think about the Dream Team and the gold medals. I don't think it's a bigger deal than Muhammad Ali, who also won a gold medal at the Olympics, fought all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think Tiger is even the most famous athlete we, we have of all time. Tiger is global. He is the most famous golfer of all time. Golf is a global game, but it is not the global game that basketball is. It's not the global game or sport that boxing is. So I think that kind of helps. You know what I mean? I think that kind of helps answer the question. But, but yeah. I mean, it's a tremendous accomplishment to be even you know in the conversation 100%. with Muhammad Ali. And, uh, and Michael Jordan. Uh, bu- 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 John in Iowa. We haven't had this one. Have not had this one. John in Iowa, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Um, first of all, I'd like to say FDR, worst president ever. Time to move on. Um, I-, I vote for Nikolai what? Tesla. I mean, the guy invented the uh, alternating current, countless patents, and he was working on wireless communications back in the teens and 20s. Okay. Talk about a guy ahead of his time, and he was doing it for mankind, not for profit. That's my that, vote goes for Tesla. Yeah, I saw what the FDR dig though. Yeah, like, where the did FDR that come dig, from? I like, you? I kind of want to go back to that, unless you're going to make it political, and I don't know if that's yeah, the best what? best way to do it. What I don't know, that? but you're the first person to be like, "Hey, the dude, the president in the wheelchair, the president yeah, I, in the wheelchair who guided yeah. us to World War II. Hey, bleep that guy. Oh, that was that was a world war, like. Like the world was at war, man. FDR's out here catching strays on like, ESPN whoa. Radio in 2023. What, what is happening? About? Dang! Don't ask him about Lincoln or anybody else, man. I'll, I'll tell him Goodness. why. Uh, is he is he still on? He's not still on, right? All right. I can bring him back. No, up if you no, want. don't worry about it. I want to no, tell him. I don't why think his, we need. To, I want to tell him why his Tesla takes stinks. Here's the thing. Oh. Well, hold on. <laughs> Tesla was born in 1856, man. Like. Yeah. If you're a scientist in 1856, people in the in Central America don't know who you are. People in because the, well, isn't the, ability, the whole isn't the um, Thomas Edison uh, t- took his notoriety during the time because he he like beat him to the punch at the light bulb or something. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Yeah, you there's definitely a, there's sound a, like sports guys talking about. There's a debate. <laughs> Hey man, isn't Thomas Edison the I dude believe, that took his thing? I you believe know, that what went happened. To the light bulb? I think what happened is Edison <laughs> invented some kind of crappy version of the light bulb. Tesla made it better, and then Edison took credit for it. Okay, there. Okay, okay all right. There is a comp here, and I'm trying to find it, and I don't know who it is, and it's driving me crazy. There is another writer that people feel like Shakespeare ripped off. Have you heard yeah. this? No, that's a whole the plagiarism thing. Yeah, I've heard you've heard this it. before, right? I've so, heard about Shakespeare. Yeah. So the idea of being in the right place, right time, being more famous than someone else, having the resources to silence someone else, like powerful people, largely men, largely white men, have been yeah. doing this for centuries. So I understand what the guy, you know, if you're going to be a Tesla, if you're in the Tesla hive, you know, over uh, over the uh, Thomas Edison hive, I understand it. Yeah. But but te- there's no way Tesla is the most famous person of all time. No. It's not a legacy debate. It's who is the most famous. Who who was the dude that sat under the tree and like the apple fell? Was that Newton? Was Isaac that Newton? Yeah, Isaac Newton. Okay. We do sound like sports guys right now. Right? <laughs> it's amazing. That dude was famous. All right. So that was our first Nikola Tesla one. 
Brian in Illinois. Hold on. This is great. Brian in Illinois. You're on ESPN Radio. This is a great take. Who's the most famous person ever? Hey, guys. Thanks for letting me in, man. Love the show. I haven't heard anybody say John Madden's name, and it's kind of blowing my mind right now. Between the brand and the video game and everything he did in the NFL and his personality, how big of a human he was to everybody, he is known around the world. Any kid who grew up playing Madden knows exactly who he is, what his voice sounds like, and, and can quote some of the greatest things that that man would say. I don't know how he hasn't hit the conversation yet. That's that's fair. That is fair. It's to be known, but it's it's uniquely sports. And unfortunately, even though it's video games, Myron, it's it's uniquely an American sport. You know what I mean? Like American football just doesn't have the appeal globally that you know Pele and soccer and things. Like, you know, like there are other global yeah. athletes. Yeah, that that's. You know, John Madden is number one most famous person of all time in your fantasy football group chat, probably, mm-hmm. yeah. but not the world, you know, probably. Fantasy so. football group chat. He's <laughs> Myron Metcalf. I'm Randy Scott. <laughs> it's Candy Garland on ESPN Radio. That's amazing. Pat in Nevada. Pat in Nevada has one that we haven't had yet, and I okay. can see this because we've talked about U.S. presidents. Let's see uh, what Pat has for us. Pat, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, how you doing? Uh, thanks for the call. I am saying that John F. Kennedy is the most famous person in the world. Okay. Okay. Why is he more famous than uh, Queen Elizabeth? Okay. Uh, he's famous for most. No. Oh, man. No, we lost his call. It's the first vote we have for JFK. I feel like JFK was a global president at a time when global presidents weren't really as common. The first U.S. president to travel to Europe was Woodrow Wilson to wrap up World War One. JFK went to Ireland. He went back to his roots, and he had a raucous, like, rock star welcome. So he had global appeal. He was young. He was dynamic. He brought hope to, you know, certain certain civil rights arguments yeah. and, and advancements, although the people make an argument he was lacking in that respect as well. But, and, and, and I think you have said this, Myron, sometimes people get more famous and more iconic in death than they do in life. Yeah, I mean, certainly among the presidents, he has to be very high. You know, I think the the untimely death certainly contributed to to that. Um, you know, legacy matters. Um, it, but I, but I just think it's hard with pol- politicians and even social justice figures. Like, what do you do with Gandhi and Martin Luther King? I don't know. Yeah, you know, but but it's difficult to kind of rank them uh, in terms of most famous people in the entire world. All right, we are going to keep this conversation going here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Uh, Jacob in Florida has a tremendous take. we got some great uh, takes on this. A reminder to tune in to the uh, AL West Battle Sunday as the Angels host the Astros. Coverage of Sunday Night Baseball begins at 6 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app and at 7 p.m. on ESPN. From the top five NFL quarterbacks. Burrow. Touchdown, what a start. Two actually has one of the prettiest balls I've ever caught in my life. To the top five NFL fan bases. We're ranking the top of everything in the NFL. This is ESPN Radio's Rank Them, the top five MVP candidates. And we streamline the conversation here, okay? We, that's why we're giving you two call-in topics, Myron. The first one, yeah. really broad, who's the most famous person ever. This one, we streamlined a little bit. It's not just uh, MVP candidates. It's first-time first time. MVP candidates. You gave your list. I want to refresh uh, the people here because we gave it in the first hour. Yeah. You went number five, Justin Jefferson. 
Number four, Josh Allen. Sure. Number three, Geno Smith. Number two, Jalen Hurts. And number one, Joe Burrow. It's yeah. a good list. Yeah, we really haven't had people call in and tear this list uh, apart. Yesterday, You've Aaron, torn it down, though. You've torn it apart. I, I feel like Geno's a little high, yeah. you know? I feel like I feel like Gino being in the list it m- yeah. makes it a little hot, but that's all right. That's all you, right. You actually didn't even know if you wanted to keep doing the show with me after <laughs> I said Gino Smith. I saw the look on your face. You were like you were like four hours of this. Uh huh. Yeah. You know. I feel like you're accrued vacations, uh, <laughs> one week a month for the last several months. I, you know, and the rest of the year. I, it's it's a great gig if you can get it, and I feel like it's but but it's it's maybe not as sharp. No, I don't know. Uh, I'm as Probably. I as I'm back from eight days on my own on my own vacation. But my list is as follows. We're gonna start at number five. Number five. I'm gonna go Christian McCaffrey. I know it's a quarterback award, but to try to come up with five first time winners at the quarterback position is kind of tough. So let's go off the beaten path. You went with Justin Jefferson on your list. I think that's great. I think. In order for Justin Jefferson to ball out, Kirk Cousins would have to have decent stats, and they kind of cannibalize each other's votes. So I'm going to say Christian McCaffrey, and I'm going to say it because he was so effective and efficient once he was acquired uh, by the 49ers at the deadline. He had more than 1,100 rushing yards, and he had more than 740 receiving yards. A a 2,000-yard season, total yards, is not out of the realm of possibility. He had eight rushing touchdowns, five receiving touchdowns. That's 13 total touchdowns. Is it crazy to think he gets to 20? Now, you're assuming health with a guy who was a punchline as it came to injuries uh, before he put it all together last year. If he takes another step, I could see him warranting MVP consideration. Christian McCaffrey at number five. Number four. I'm going to go Justin Fields. This is my Geno Smith, okay? Geno Smith had far better numbers than Justin Fields. But if Fields puts it together the same way Geno did last year. There's a rushing element that very few quarterbacks in the NFL right now have that Justin Fields does. And the last one, the, the really the AFC's version of Justin Fields in terms of a running threat is an MVP winner himself in Lamar Jackson. So I'm going to say Justin Fields benefits from DJ Moore. DJ Moore rises, you know, elevates the game of Chase Claypool. There are the best receiving options Justin Fields has had in the NFL, and if he maintains that rushing threat, I could see him getting MVP consideration. That's Justin Fields at number four. Number three. Josh Allen. I feel like you could put Josh Allen in two or one, quite honestly. He's coming off of a a quote-unquote down year by his own uh, lofty standards, but that's still a down year was the seventh most passing yards at more than 4,200 and 35 touchdowns against 14 picks. He's got to clean up the turnovers. If he can keep it at 10 and tick up the uh, tick up the uh, uh, passing touchdowns. I mean, listen, the addition of the kid from Utah, the tight end, Stephon Diggs, that relationship is, I mean, the chemistry they have, very few have in the National Football League. I could see, and plus the Bills being an AFC Championship game contender again, I could see uh, Josh Allen winning an MVP award. Number two. Joe Burrow, same thing. Uh, Joe Burrow probably has a better receiving core to throw to, just top to bottom, his his chemistry with Jamar Chase, well-established. Obviously, T. Higgins. Uh, I mean, Joe Mixon is a receiving threat out of the backfield. As the Bengals go, Joe Burrow goes. His offensive line got better. He's going to have more time to pick these defenses apart. Uh, I don't know that there's much of a defensive threat to him in the division. I feel like he's at least comfortable. I'm not, I'm not sliding what Baltimore's done or what Pittsburgh has. Uh, Cleveland, you're there too. But I feel like he has proven he can have success in his division, which is no small thing uh, with those defenses. I feel like Joe Burrow's at number two. Number one. 
I'm going to a guy who, if he played all 16, even just 16 games last year, let alone 17, he would have won it. It's Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. Uh, does he continue to improve as a passer? I think he does. I think there is room for improvement, and that's scary considering the numbers he had last season. Uh, Jalen Hurts is a guy who also is a goal line back for his team. Maybe that gets curtailed a little bit as they try to keep their quarterback healthy with this new contract. But I think the Eagles are once again, you could go ahead and put them in pencil for a Super Bowl run, a, a, at least a deep playoff run. That factors in. I think he stays healthy, and I think he actually is your MVP winner this season. So my list, 5-1 to one of first-time MVP candidates in the National Football League is Christian McCaffrey at 5, Justin Fields at 4, Josh Allen at 3, Joe Burrow at 2, and Jalen Hurts at 1. Myron Metcalf, it is your list to pick apart now. From the man who told me Geno Smith was at best a C-plus quarterback. No, I like the list. I think number five with McCaffrey, health is such a big thing. And just the way the 49ers scheme, they can be so effective without leaning on him. And I think if you're Kyle Shanahan, you got to be thinking, how do I get him to the postseason healthy, which may limit you know the amount of touches you see him get during the regular season. Obviously, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts deserve to be there. I think they're top three, top five on everybody's list. Justin Fields, we got to talk about. I, I think there's a world where Justin Fields takes the next step and he says, okay, I'm the guy at least for the near future. You know, I, I'm mm-hmm. the guy to lead the Bears for the next three to five years. I think that to me is what's on the line this season. MVP candidate, I think there's still going to be a need to a lot of time to develop. I mean, he had a 60% completion percentage up from 58% the year before that. They've given him help on the offensive line, more targets. And I just think it's hard for young quarterbacks to really excel in this league. But I think fields will be better. But I don't think uh, it's MVP candidacy yet. But I do think it's, okay, let's stop talking about whether or not he's the guy of the future. Uh, he will prove that this season. Yeah, you have to be better than 2,200 passing yards. I mean, he played 15 yeah. games, but I do think it's because his receiving core was garbage. Yeah. I think it's because his offensive line – I think he was running for his life. I think he leaned more on running uh, than, uh, than, than than passing because he was in survival mode. I think they've addressed some aspect of the offensive line. I don't think it's solved. I don't think it's fixed, but they've shored it up a little bit, and they've – They've given him options. They've given him receiving threats. DJ Moore is the truth. Uh, I think he's going to be a target monster. Uh, the ground game, uh, David Montgomery, I feel like they're, I don't, I don't want to say obligation because you can do what's best for your football team, but I think they gave carries to Montgomery uh, when they could have and perhaps should have gone to Khalil Herbert. I think it's Khalil Herbert's show now. Uh, they brought in uh, Dante Foreman from Carolina. Like The, I, the offense is, is, is the best he's had. And yeah. I think that division is so wide open that they could win more division games and be in contention later in the season. And you and I both know that factors into the MVP votes as well. So we'll uh, continue to take calls on that. But I have a feeling that our full phone lines are are more about uh, <laughs> are more famous about the most people. famous person. But John in Florida has a, a, a topic has a, a pick rather for a first time MVP winner. And uh, I think it's going to spur a little debate. So, John in Florida, hang on. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to more of this. It's Myron Metcalf, Randy Scott, and for the guys, Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio. All this, but first, Myron has this word from Indeed. If the July heat is making you sweat your staffing situation, then visit Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring solution is the number one source for hires in the U.S., according to Talent Nest. When you sponsor a job, you'll get matched instantly with candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. 
And you can even earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits when you conduct virtual interviews on the website. Terms and conditions apply. Get started at Indeed.com slash credit. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So far in this program, we've talked about Lucille Ball. We've talked about a potential ghostwriter for William Shakespeare. Yeah. Talked about Benjamin Franklin and when he got put on the $100 bill. Yeah. Talked about, I mean, we had to defend FDR against somebody who was taking taking their... Taking their aim at him. Uh, I mean, there, there's been a lot in this question, man. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80. He's Myron Medcalf. I'm Randy Scott. We are on record here with this topic. Who is the most famous person ever? Myron, would you say that your vote is Muhammad Ali? It, it is. It's definitely Muhammad Ali. I'm still trying to figure out how this guy has a 100-year beef with FDR. <laughs> I don't really understand. Like what else? He what else did he want FDR to do? Like what was it? <laughs> like, like yo, you in World War Two? Like yeah. that's kind of that's all you got to do. I feel I, like I mean, you know? he wanted a newer deal. Maybe that's what it was—a <laughs> newer deal. <laughs> I want I want that validity authority to extend beyond Tennessee. Wow. Let's go. Um, yeah. Is he Damian Lillard's agent? Man, whoa. He's like, you know what? It was actually Harry Truman who ended the war. So, like, yeah, okay. you know, like maybe, maybe FTR like, did really. I don't know. I was maybe. waiting for him to start to question whether or not he really had polio. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. yeah, really. Like, go back, like, go way back. Yeah, I, who knows, right. man? But we've had some strong takes. We appreciate it. The original question, though, that we put out on ESPN Radio Rankum for today with the National Football League who is the top first time? MVP candidate going into the season, and that's yeah. why John has been so patient. John in Florida, I have a question for you. First off, what part of Florida? And then secondly, what's your uh, what's your answer to that one? Uh, I am actually from Kissimmee, Florida, uh, originally from Washington D.C. Kissimmee is a little east of Walt Disney World. Yeah, man, I know Kissimmee. So what? What? Sorry, now I got to okay. dive into D.C. D.C. proper or like like I tell people D.C., but I'm from Fairfax uh, just County. Outside. I, I grew up in PG County. 
Oh, there we go. All okay. right, right on. You ball is up there. Right yeah. there. Actually, uh, actually, uh, FedEx Field is about two miles from where my house is. Um, I, I'm sorry, calling it FedEx Field. I, I, I still call it the Jack because I do work for the team in Brown, so I don't really like saying that other company. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, uh. I, I will agree with uh, you guys on Ali being the most famous. Yeah. Uh, I will say when I was growing up as a kid before Ali really took that in the 70s and 80s, I would say Liz Taylor, because of the big screen and movie, Liz Taylor huh. was very popular. Huh. Um, and I think not just, you know, in the in the U.S., but I think everywhere. Um, but going back to your, your main question there, yeah. I, I have to say Brock Purdy. And, and I will say I'm a little partial to it because I played against his dad in high school. His dad played at my rival, St. Cloud High, in Osceola County. Um, so I followed the kid while he was at Iowa State. Could not believe he was the last pick in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, because it proved that that doesn't mean anything. Look at what that kid did last year. Yes, San Francisco got beat in the NFC champ- – was it the NFC championship game? I can't remember now. I think it was the championship game. Um, if he doesn't get hurt, that's a different game. I still think Philly probably wins that game, but he gets put in, what, four games into the season and holds that team together and leads them, gets hurt, has to come back in because they don't have another quarterback and they know he can't throw the ball, and all they can do is run the ball. If this kid comes back healthy like they're saying he is right now and runs San Francisco through the playoffs to the Super Bowl, how can this kid not be a first-time MVP for that team? All right, all right, and for I, this league, I appreciate. It. I think health is going to be the biggest factor. I think efficient, efficiency-wise, it was it was tremendous. But I don't know that statistically. I I feel like you have to have. I, I know it's not the Heisman Trophy, Myron, but I feel like you do have to have like eye-popping stats. You can't just be a, a winning quarterback, like. You know, Tom Brady in 2001, he wasn't sniffing an MVP, even though he led that team to the postseason. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brock Purdy's a great story. MVP candidate is something else. And I think coming off the injury, we got to see how he comes off first and, and if he's healthy. Um, I think that's the first question, right? But he's got to take the next step. We got to see him over the course of a full season. I think the thing about Kyle Shanahan's system is you can be an efficient, effective quarterback and not necessarily a great quarterback. That's just kind of the way his offense is set up. There's just a lot of moving parts, um, and he doesn't lean on one person. And I think that helps the team, and it's why they've been so successful. But it hurts you if you want to be a star or an MVP candidate. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's it'll 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 make you a lot of money. <laughs> it'll get you to the postseason. You know, it'll get you an MVP award if you're Matt Ryan. But uh, I don't know that it's going to win you uh, necessarily an MVP in this version of the NFL when they have so many uh, skill players and and skill weapons out there. Um, I, man, I want to get to James. I want to get to James in Texas. Uh, this is We've had this debate off air. We've had this debate off air about this answer. James, the floor is yours. You're on ESPN Radio. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm just going to say flat out it has to be Hulk Hogan for what yes. that guy did for his character yes. and how he made that sport worldwide, yeah. especially in the 80s and 90s where everybody knew that name. And uh, everybody watched him on television. There's no doubt that it has to be Hulk Hogan. Thank you. James, so I've been advocating for Hulk Hogan. I have been getting bullied behind the scenes uh, (laughs) during the breaks. I haven't. By by various various people. But they're saying that The Rock is more famous than Hulk Hogan. And I said there's no chance. What do you say to that, James? 
way. No way. Let me tell you something, brother. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You got to eat your vitamins. You got to take your vitamins. Eat your, eat your, I don't care what it was. Dude, I was a Hulkamaniac. I get it. And you looked up, you looked up the, um, was WrestleMania 3, right? With Andre 30, the Giant at the Silverdome? 33 million on TV. 77,000 in the building. You, you said, Randy, you were a Hulkamaniac, right? Yeah, man. What are the Rocks people called? Are they rock? What's the, what's their name? I they don't have they don't have one. They oh, don't. they don't have a name. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. He's the most <laughs> famous wrestler of all time, and his fans don't have a nickname. Uh-huh. Well, they're just rock fans. Is that all they are? <laughs> it's just rock. It's is that rock all, is that all they are? Rockefellers. Okay. I'll say. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll say this, man. Like, I don't know. They don't have a name. Like for his time, Hulk Hogan's peak was at a time where the world was smaller, so the ratings were what they were. Like I, I and and there is no rock without Hogan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like Hogan helped the WWF then launch, launch. I I'm not saying it, it was in danger of folding, but I'm saying he sent that thing to the stratosphere. So the Rock's ability to reach the fame levels that he had. Do you hear this song? Due in part to this, yes. Do you man. hear this song, Randy? I know this song. When they played this song in the '80s and '90s, and Hulk Hogan came out. Uh huh. The world stopped, man. The whole world stopped. <laughs> I remember. I trust me. Trust Come me. Come on, man. And then Hogan fights Rock at WrestleMania 18 in Toronto, and they scripted it as though as though Hogan was the heel and and Rock was the face, and they underestimated the crowd. The crowd's reaction was to boo Rock because they loved Hogan. He was that iconic yeah. and. You know, 2003 or, or two or whatever it was. Yeah. All right. That's one vote, Hulk Hogan. That's our first vote, Hulk Hogan. Uh, let's go. Bup- oh, John in New Mexico. This is okay because we've talked about how, as Americans, we can focus in on American sports and we yeah. may, maybe have a global blind spot for soccer. So, John in New Mexico, who's the most famous person ever? Hey, thank you for taking my call. I think Muhammad Ali is a great answer because we got to think more globally, but I'm going to go with Pele. Uh, I think it was Life magazine in the 70s that did a poll, and they found that the most recognizable name on planet Earth was Pele, and second on that list was Jesus. So I think when you're alive and your name is more recognizable than Jesus, you're the most famous guy in the world. Wow. Uh, I did not know about that poll. Randy, can I ask you a question? Yeah, man. During the break, uh, did I mention a soccer player that I thought deserved consideration? You absolutely did. Yes, you did. What was the name of that soccer player? Uh, Pele. It was absolutely Pele. Yeah. yeah. It feels like the people are on my side, <laughs> even though ESPN Radio was against me. And I'm hey, Myron, used to don't, it. Don't hurt your, your hand uh, patting yourself on the back there, okay? <laughs> oh, I won't. No, I'm not. I'm just saying I brought up some of these names. Yeah. And, you know, you got me on Elvis. I didn't realize that Elvis was as big. I didn't, you know, I, I was sleeping on Elvis and his global status, but... We shouldn't sleep on Elvis, and you know who'll back me up on that is Nate in South Dakota. Nate, you're on ESPN Radio. Uh, yeah, so Elvis. Um, I have a son named Presley. I have a daughter. Her name's Graceland. But he um, – no, another special that they didn't even talk about was the 68 comeback special where 43% of the TVs in the world – tuned into that one so he's wow i mean he's he's like one of those it's hard to argue people um um then i had another one which is crazy but uh okay 
How crazy? Osama bin Laden. Yeah, see, yeah, I figured. That, I knew that's pretty crazy. You know what? We were we were good at Elvis, yeah, had, and then we took a left. We took a left turn. Now I think some. I think we need to stay on the highway where we were. I liked our highway. I liked we the were, lane that and we then, were on. And then there was a detour out of nowhere. <laughs> there was I don't a really hard know how left. we got on the detour. There was a hard turn. Hit a roundabout. There somehow. was. We hit a rotary, and we uh, just. Uh, it was tough. All right. You know. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and paraphrase Eric in Tennessee. He says Julius Caesar and Cleopatra. Uh, I don't think that's the case. I don't think people on the other side of the world knew who those people were at the time. I, I it's a strong yeah. argument. Cleopatra was an absolute boss. Like there, yeah, there should real. be more written. There should be more movies about her. She, she, her impact on world history is amazing. Still ahead though. What we're gonna do is get back to sports and we're gonna make you some money. All right, we're gonna the plays of the night. We're gonna make you some money. One of us is riding a three game parlay streak or a three night parlay streak, I should say. Can't say who it is, but he also might be straining his elbow to pat himself on the back. <laughs> Myra Medcalf, Randy Scott, and for the guys, Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. All right, listen. um, We were kind of joking. Harry was about Myron and how strong he's been with this most famous person ever, yeah. you know, conversation that people are backing him up on Pele, which wasn't even his first choice. Then you got people backing him up on Muhammad Ali, which was his first choice. Like, he he could not miss there. You yeah. could say he was uh, he was to that argument what I've been to parlays lately. Um, okay. So okay. both of us are on the injured list with we'll strained – shoulders as we pat ourselves on the back <laughs> i like it because i won i got the okay last night i gave out three i gave out a three leg parlay on nba summer league and you're like oh Ooh. you have a problem no i'm just out <laughs> here making people money i see I, I i see the slate i see the board i and, and we hit okay we hit the last time i hosted the show there was a baseball parlay uh it was a five legger we hit that one and the night before another baseball parlay four legs hit that so we're three for three we're going to try to keep like it rolling. It. I don't love this because I feel like a lot of – it's almost like uh, how in baseball there's an opening day sort of like wild card element. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like there could be a wild card element to the opening day of baseball's unofficial second half. But here's what we're going with. We're going with Mariners' money line. They got the Tigers who have struggled on the road and at home, but they struggled on the road. Uh, Luis Castillo throwing uh, for the M's at home. So we're going to take the Mariners' money line. And then here's a little bit of cheese, and we're going to take the cheese, Okay. okay. The Astros are the only team that has hit Shohei Otani this year. Otani's starting for the Angels at home against the Astros. They have hit him this season. So I'm going to go ahead and take the over in the game, eight and a half. Wow. Okay? I'm going to take the over eight and a half. It's plus 100, which means it's a it's a trap. It's bait. Still going to take it. We're going to parlay that with the St. Louis money line. You're like, wait a minute. The Cardinals are barely playing 500 baseball. Yeah, but the Nats are worse. The Nats are awful. And this was an in St. Louis. Michaelis is throwing. I'm going to take the Breadbirds. We're going to go Sandy Alcantara. We're going to go 5Ks. 
If he gets five or more, it's over four and a half for K's. Ooh. He's got five K's in his last four starts. He's taking on the Orioles. They're free swingers. We'll see if, see if it works. Shohei Otani, seven K's. We'll go over six and a half K's. I think he'll be around Ooh. the strike zone. It doesn't necessarily impact the over-under. Uh, so all of that combined, so that's what, five things? If that hits, if they all hit, it's plus 1528, which means you bet 10, you win $162.79. I'm getting such head shakes in there. Wow. Okay. Harry doesn't like it. Harry doesn't like it. Eric I, I don't might like already it. be betting it. I, I don't like it, but I haven't won anything in forever, so go ahead and play it, man. If you want to, you can take that plus 100 off. It's going to lower it. It's going to make it four legs. It's going to lower the payout. That's the, the if, if one of the legs of the chair falls, first of all, who has a five-leg chair? But if yeah. one of the legs falls, it's going to be that one. It's going to be the over eight-and-a-half yeah. runs in that Astros-Angels game. But that's the parlay. Let's go ahead. We'll check in next week, and we'll make sure uh, make sure it comes through. Uh, it's time now. So that's play of the night. Respect it's time now. Audacity. Time now for three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. Three and out is brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com to get a rate quote and get started seeing how much you could save. Myron, did you see what Sabrina Ionescu did today in the WNBA three-point contest? I did. She was 25 of 27 at one point. She yeah. scored 37 of a possible 40 points. She won the three-point contest. I want to see her in the NBA All-Star game facing yeah. whoever the winner is there. Like, I'd love to see that. She's amazing. Novak Djokovic is going to face Carlos Alcaraz. That's pretty yeah. much the dream Wimbledon final, quite that honestly. Is. That is. Young versus old. I'm rooting for Alcaraz. Who are you rooting for? Oh, definitely Alcaraz. My I want to see the new blood. And then Aaron Rodgers is reluctant to be on Hard Knocks. We'll all oh, pause. That's why he moved to New York, huh? Feel sorry. I moved to New York and I'm getting more attention? That's <laughs> weird. Myron, it's been so much fun, man. Have fun yeah. next week. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see, uh, see you again soon. Happy weekend. This has been Canty and Carlin. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.